0: Speeding, and the sound is speeding! Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, July 10th, 2023! What the first guy, first guy, On today's episode, I did uh, comedy in a fucking cornfield, mm-hmm. and shit, it went better than I thought, cause Big Drew, he's on the fucking plot, to take over the motherfucking world. Get a Jerry curl, shit! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of this week. Of Drew the Monday edition for Monday, July tenth, twenty twenty three. It's time, it's time. You guys, you fucking doing good? How are you? Did you have a nice weekend? Did you get out there? It's uh, you know, that weekend after the long weekend. It's sure a little bit quicker than the fucking first week. Yeah, yeah, you fucking fucking yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, if I sound different, I, you know, I don't even sound different anymore. I've done the Monday podcast from the fucking work studio. For pretty much like the last fucking month or so, so maybe this is the new thing, I gotta bring a guitar, I'm sorry, Joel, and all the rest of the people that give a fuck to listen to me horribly shred. I have been fucking slacking on the guitar, it's because I've taken up my new hobby of golfing as Nick, so, so, rightly pointed out, most, (laughs) I put shitty golfer in the fucking description of the podcast, like, for like the last six or seven podcasts, but... I will give you a little golf update before we fucking move on with the rest of the show. I went to the driving range, as I uh, so often do, and there was another left-handed old guy there, and he was setting up on the ball... So fucking weird, like, he was, like, way behind the ball and, like, fucking had this, like, weird-ass, like, stance, and he just fucking crushed it, like, 200-something yards with, like, a nice little draw right in the middle of the fucking fairway, and I was, like, he was, like, watching me, and I just kept topping the ball like I normally do, and I just shank, I, like, I fucking, I don't know, I feel like I gotta tee the ball up, like, to, like, baseball height. Is there <laughs> is there a tee? I think, <laughs> can I go golfing with a tee? From like T-ball. Like, remember when you're a kid and you played fucking T-ball? If I could use that T, I feel like I could just fucking crank that ball. So, anyways, this guy's like, yeah, fucking he's like giving me some tips and he like be, and like old white guys, they love to fucking just chat about golf and like I'm realizing that golf is a lot like guitar in that most of the people that do it suck at it and they're more interested in the in the culture and the gear than the actual fucking getting good at the thing, right? Like, most of the guitar players I know who are shredding-ass guitar players do not give a flying fuck about their delay pedals or their fucking gear, and they'll play a shitty fucking guitar and be like, well, I don't give a fuck, bro. I know how to shred, like, you know? But then guys who, like, don't... They're like, you know, oh, or like, I've had guitar guys, like, when I used to sell guitars, but, like, these old fucking... Guys with more money than fucking talent, like, oh, there's a fret buzz on this one, and, like, trying out all these multivarious $3,000 guitars, like, as if you, as, and then it's like, you can't even play, bro, what do you give a fuck <laughs> what the tone on the guitar is, is if you can't even fucking play in time. So I feel like that about golf and uh, I'm trying not to be the guy I try I want to be the guy that focuses on the technique and the practice and the fucking and the actual like doingness of it so this guy's giving me some tips and I'm like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like I'll humor you or whatever so I stand like how he's standing all fucked up and I swing the ball fucking 220 right down the pipe the first drive I've ever done over 200 like I could feel it like for the first time I ever felt. I fucking felt it. What it's supposed to feel like, like right between the screws, underneath the ball, hitting up on the ball, and fucking, pew, Like two hundred, fucking twenty, probably carried two fifty. And I'm like, that's all I need. I don't give a fuck about crushing the ball three hundred yards. I just want to hit her nice and straight, right down the fairway, fucking fairway and regulation, and just get me on the green. I'm happy bogey, double bogey, every fucking hole, as long as I can just like get it. Uh, on there, you know, because the first tee at the fucking Devil's Pulpit, which is the course that my father-in-law plays, is a fucking, if you haven't seen it, Google the first tee at the pulpit as a terrifying tee, and I need, you gotta get under the ball, you gotta get a little fucking air on that bitch, so, like, eventually, I'm gonna have to go golfing there, like, obviously, eventually, so I gotta get under the ball, anyways, so I got under the ball, and I was like, now, fuck, do I gotta have this weird fucking stance or some shit like that, I don't fucking know, so, anyways... Uh, golf continues, but I told you uh, we would uh, let's start. Let's do a little bit of a ding, 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? Um, so, <laughs> I like vocal guitar solos better than guitar solos. So, okay, so Friday, I was working for Sandy McFarlane, Kitchener's finest, uh, Crazy Canuck, um, you know, Rusty Nail Comedy, I talk about him all the time, so he had this fucking gig, we're out at some brewery, it was at a cornfield, so these farmers, uh, decided to take one of their old metal barns and turn it into a brewery, which was actually pretty cool, apparently they had some good beers, uh, Alex was opening for me, Alex Fortin, um, you know, as, uh, as he always does, and has, for, for like 10 years, it was always that either Alex or Billy were my two fucking guys. Um, so, (laughs) it used to be funny, because Billy, when he was all fucked up, we would, like, give each other, it was almost, like, bad, like, because we gave each other permission to both be, like, fucked up lunatics, and, uh, and yeah, so I probably wasn't a good influence on him, he also wasn't a good influence on me, so whatever, Uh, (laughs) but Billy and I, Billy's sober now, I'm sober now, so we're good. Anyways, uh, so we're up at this fucking cornfield and they have apparently this guy who runs the place is like Scottish and he has this breed of Scottish fucking cows that are like very rare and only a few farms in Canada have them. It's kind of like you know how champagne you can only get real champagne from the champagne region of France like apparently these cows you can only get them from the fucking specific region of Scotland and they have long hair and they have long bangs and they kind of have long shaggy hair so I got this huge nice intro. We're on some outdoor stage. I got some pictures on my Instagram if you want to look, and uh, it's kind of COVIDy. People brought their own chairs and they're sitting on this field or whatever. But it's a nice band shell, dedicated stage. Like it's actually a night. Like I was thinking, like fuck, this would be a good gig for music. Uh, Because you're in this cornfield, you see the sun setting, it's like nice Ontario, rolling hills, like nice fucking greenery everywhere, Uh, you got the cows off to the thing, and then, uh, so I was just like, yeah, like, I got a big intro, like, Just for Laughs, CBC, blah, 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 I'm like, yeah, I give them the old damn bro, like, yeah, fucking Just for Laughs, blah, 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 now I'm here doing comedy in a cornfield for a bunch of cows that have the same haircut as me, (laughs) it was like, boom, everyone was like, nice. And then I was fucking in, and then I had one of those sets where it's like they had suspended disbelief, and everyone wanted to be there, and blah, 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 and the fucking set was just flowing, and I had like a super good set, like all my clean stuff, all my old clean stuff, like Costco, fucking whatever, all that shit, Um, and it was great, and I did a half an hour without even realizing it, and I was like, oh, fuck, man, I got the light, I was like, oh, I'm already at a half an hour, like, what the fuck, so I think I just landed it, like, I wasn't supposed to do more than 40, so I think I just landed it around, like, 33, 34, and uh, But it was a fucked up drive because we are on Lake Huron, so it was like two and a bit hours back, um, which fucking sucked, but whatever, it was fine. And then Saturday, uh, Court and I went and picked up our wedding rings, which is pretty fucking cool, Uh, because I, I got it like a dad ring. I told you I went with a dad ring, just straight up gold, fucking solid gold. Like, I was thinking, am I going to get like quartz, or am I going to get some sort of obsidian, or some kind of fucking bullshit like that? But I'm like, no, this is your wedding ring, just get a straight up dad ring, Fuck a four millimeter, 18 karat gold band fucking boom went and picked it up and i had to get it resized because apparently i fucking i don't know i'm an idiot because we went there for the sizing and then it's like now i'm like no i was wrong (laughs) because i put it on and then i gave my hand like a fucking you know like when you're like yo like when you're packing a dip like "Ah," and then i could feel the ring like fucking shaking off my finger and i was like yo if i ever go to like (laughs) i'm doing that finger thing into the microphone right now if I ever <laughs> if I ever go to fucking pack a dip or do that old school, like yo, ah, like shake the finger thing, like I definitely my ring would fall off. So I gotta get it resized. Just one quarter size tighter. Um, and then I had to do a rec room show in uh, London, which I fucking thought it was the rec room in Mississauga. And then it's like, no, that's actually a fucking instead of a half hour drive, it's a two-hour drive. Like, fuck, right on. So I get there, and usually shows in rec rooms are fucking horrible. Like the rec room, I don't know why they think they need like here's the thing is that when you have a venue and you have an event space within your venue, the event space is meant to be a lost leader to attract patrons to your establishment so that you can sell them food and fucking booze, right? The rec room has that already with a bunch of fucking video games, right? They have millions amount of fucking video games and having an event space kind of makes no sense because now they're just like, they're like, okay, maybe these people will come for this and then they'll get out on the floor. like It's like some weird casino fucking energy, I guess. But like they don't... I don't know, they don't fucking... If it's gonna be... The rec room, they only bring in, like, unknown people. (laughs) So it's like, the people are there for music or comedy show. They're not there to see fucking Drew Bame or, like, whatever buttfuck cover band is gonna be fucking playing there that night or, even worse, like, some kind of shitty original band that they're banking on them bringing out their own fans. Like, it's kind of, like, opposite. They're like, oh, yeah, you can use our event space and, like, bring your own fucking people out. Like, I don't know. Anyways, so usually rec room shows are fucking pretty shitty. And there's so many people that work at that place that it's like the chain of command is so disconnected from the person who booked the show versus the person who's on site and who's ever in charge there. Like I've been, I've done shows there where they're like, what? There's a comment. Like, I don't know about that. Like, I, I don't know. And you're like, okay, like who the fuck knows? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. Who could I talk to? They're like, um, pff, like maybe I guess like Brian, I guess. I don't know. And you're like, okay, fucking right on. So anyways, this showroom at the London Rec Room was actually good. Uh, It was a small, tight little showroom. They had a nice stage. They had a green room and everything. And then fucking uh, Israel, different nights set it up. Uh, So sold out. Fucking nice show. And uh, Patrick Hay and Sam Burns and then this guy G were on the show. G was like hosting. And then he kind of did that thing. I can tell he's a new comic because he – and he definitely doesn't know the system because he went up on stage and instantly started doing crowd work without even announcing the show. So it's like, okay, like, yeah, we got to, you know, you got to fucking, you got to, you know, and like I said before, you can't fault somebody if they don't know how to fucking emcee a show for not emceeing a show. Because nobody ever fucking tells you, like, nobody explains it to you, like, this isn't stand-up like it is, but the beginning of it is not stand-up. The beginning of it is a fucking, you know, is a job, and and stand-up, you can, if you're in the middle, go up and do whatever and say whatever the fuck you want. You could, you know, do whatever you want. But uh, but when you're emceeing, there's a certain pro you can't just go up and then just be like, yo, what's up, dude? Hey, man, what's the fuck you do, bro? And it's like, oh, hello, hi, sorry, what? You know, um, I I've talked to this, I've said this ad nauseum uh by this point. But if you want to know how to MC a show, fucking message me or join the fucking Patreon because I put a bunch of comedy tips on there up on there like two fucking years ago, if you go back there. Uh so and then so it's a sold-out show. But there's some fucking drunk guys uh, wearing sunglasses in the fucking stage left. And it's like they're heckling, but not the sort of heckling that's like trying to fuck with you. Just the sort of heckling that's like they're so drunk that they think that it's like a call and response. I don't know if you've ever, ever been to a comedy show before where like one person thinks that the comedian is just talking to them. And what a symptom of this is, is that if the comedian takes a break, say, you know, my joke was just like, oh, yeah, sure sign of getting older is uh, you, more and more your clothing has the word Kirkland written on the inside of it pause, right? Pause for laughter, pause, hold attention, whatever. And if you pause, and then this sort of audience member will be like, yeah, fucking underwear, yep! And just like, oh, yeah, I got the big pair there. Like, whatever the fuck, they're just, like, using it as, like, some sort of, like, fucking autistic starter word to, like, just f- <laughs> to, like, fire out some sort of, like, starting place for their weird improv game that they're playing with the comedian and no one else. Um... <laughs> where it's like, you know, you, you do that test, like say, what's the first word that comes to your mind when I say cow, milk, door, open, hot, cold, right? They're just like, whatever the fuck comes to their mind, they're like, I got carte blanche to just blurt this the fuck out right now. So I did my classic thing where I'm like, yo man, shut the fuck up, if I am silent, I am I am building tension for the audience, and on, upon which I will break, not you. I will break the silent tension, not you. And then you wait and see what the fuck happens, right? <laughs> and this guy fucking, because if they if they can't, if they're like, gah, 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 and they say something, you're like, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, but if they say nothing, then they get the fucking point, And he got the fucking point. He put his glasses back on. But there was never a feeling of group suspended disbelief. there's never a feeling of like, we're all in this together as a bunch of individuals experiencing a comedy show, which is never good. So you got to work fucking hard. And you got to make sure your shit is fucking snappy, right? So bing, boom. Bum, bam, boom. You can't go, so... You can't fucking do character act-outs. You can't do any of that shit, which, of course, I still fucking tried to do, and then I ended up fucking sweating my balls off because I was, like, still righteously being like, fuck you, you can't fucking tell me what to do, you fucking people. Uh, so, <laughs> so, whatever. And then the rec room show was fine, and then Sam Burns and I got to play a snowboarding game in Big Buck Hunter, and because uh, I still had credits left over from Danny's uh, going away party at the rec room in Tirana. Um, so yeah, and then it was good, and then I fucking, that's it, that is all I did this fucking weekend, because I'm 34 days away from the wedding, and we're getting all this fucking wedding shit together, uh, which has been actually not bad, yo, like, it's actually been pretty fucking smooth runnings. like, I'm, I'm kinda like, being like, we did a good job of setting ourselves up, um, like, for, for fucking success, right? So, anyways, uh okay, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to a brand new podcast that I'm doing called This Tune with Drew? Uh, Mac uh, suggested it, uh, and I'm working on it as we speak. Just kind of trying to figure out how the logistics of it are going to go. But once I get time this week to to record it, the first episode will be up sometime this week. I can promise you that. Uh, so you get that the new podcast, a music based podcast, plus a bunch of other fucking crap, whatever the fuck. Go to Patreon.com/slashDrewBames. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb or seven. If you're a shredder. And you could be like these fine folks: Nick and Mac, Josh, uh, James, new guy, Mark, Tony Smog, Bubba Martis, motherfucking street demon, and our number one fan Joel in the Hall of Fame. Call that Andre Blair and Terrence say they name what up on them? Hi, Mink. Hi, Mink. Go to patreon.com slash bame Sign up for as little as five fucking bucks. Also, promotional consideration for this week Drew's provided by kingtutscannabis.cc. That's right. Weed. Uh, they sent me a bunch of fucking new dope. I got some fucking, and I ordered five vape cartridges. <laughs> I'm going to give a couple to my dad because my dad's coming this week. Buddy, we're going to have a hell of a fucking podcast on Monday to talk about my parents staying with me for fucking five days. That's going to be a fucking, there's definitely going to be something to talk about there. Uh, yeah KingDotsCannabis.cc Use the promo code Drew for 10% Off your order At checkout If you haven't already Fucking just do it Buy some dope And hey If you don't fucking smoke dope First of all What are you doing Listening to this podcast (laughs) Second of all Buy some dope And give it to your friends Who do smoke dope Chances are You you know someone who does Go to KingDotsCannabis.cc Use the promo code Drew For 10% Off your order At checkout Okay Uh What else do we got A little update On anything Nope Nope, that's it, getting married, fucking A, there we go, alright, we're gonna end the fucking show, and uh, one day next week, I will make sure I bring my guitar on Monday, night night, fuck you, night night, On one last thing before you leave, it's a fucking bonus night.